Hello and welcome to another drive-in double feature, or should I say shalom and welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. Nothing Jewish is... here. <laughs> oh, okay. You're not gonna say your you're um... not gonna say your Hebrew name. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before I get into anything, we got a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive double feature podcast. Just a fun little podcast where we have some games, conversations, some would argue even better than our regular content <laughs> over there at patreon.com slash drive double feature podcast. Mm-hmm. Just for $5 a month, hear all the great stuff we're talking about as a thank you to you patrons out there. But if you doesn't affect any regular content at all so feel free to Mm -hmm. check that out but today we're talking about our last romance movie for the month of november and it is 1984's over the brooklyn bridge directed by menachem golan he's back wow another one i can't believe how many movies that man directed (laughs) i always thought he was just a producer yeah, this is our third one he's, that we've done of his. Yeah, um, and he, you know what? If there's one thing I can say about him, he's defying genre conventions. He's just trying all this different stuff. Uh, you got to give, I mean, to be quite honest with you, you got to give the man some credit here. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I, nobody, I mean, you know, like, there's directors that have their familiarities. Like, you got to watch a movie of theirs and be like i i know exactly who directed this movie mm-hmm. you know you have to tell me who did but this guy you know you tell me the apple over the top and over the brooklyn bridge were all directed by the same man i, I could i would I'd be like oh i i couldn't tell yeah it, exactly they are three completely different movies um so yeah i i, I actually think he's a really really cool person <laughs> And, you know, he's also technically a Academy Award nominated director. So technically, yes. For an Operation Thunderbolt, he was uh, nominated for best at the time foreign feature. And that was for the when he would direct that when he was living in Israel. But anyway, this movie is uh, it's kind of related to Israel a little bit. You know, it's a very, uh, very Jewish movie uh, right now, and it's because mm-hmm. it has a lot of uh, Jewish traditions that are in here. In fact, the original title of this movie is My Darling Shiska, Sh- Shishka, and uh, mm-hmm. basically that's like a Yiddish term for somebody that is not of the Jewish faith or whatever, like somebody yeah. who is like practicing Catholicism, Christianity, what have you. So mm-hmm. it's uh, very much, uh, I guess... I guess derogatory, maybe. I'm not sure, but um, I don't know what that. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I I would say this movie is not well known at all. I mean, I, I had never I, heard of it until you brought it up to me a few years ago. I was about to say years ago, I brought this up to you because yeah. we've mentioned this before, uh, or I have at least. You know, I've watched the uh, Canon documentary where. Yeah. They kind of go through like the filmography of the canon movies and they did mention this one mm-hmm. because um they did get elliot gould and you know there's a really famous story in this movie too that happens on set which i'm going to get mm-hmm. into when we get towards the end of the movie but but uh yeah so i saw that movie 
in the uh, canon documentary and i was just like huh like it could be interesting you know it's mm -hmm. let's because you know you don't think of canon i don't think of romance movies or anything mm -hmm. like that you know i've always think when i think of canon movies i think really over the top action movies mm -hmm. are over the top you know, just very heavily stylized low production movies and at the time when I was looking for it, I remember when the documentary came out, you couldn't find this movie. And because the, the, when the documentary came out, I, I forget the year it came out, but I remember like specifically trying to find this movie <laughs> yeah. and, I could, and I couldn't really find it. And then I think you uh, asked me to find it and I couldn't find it. I think you did find it eventually. Did you not? No, that's right. I did. I found a copy on YouTube, if I remember right, or somewhere very low quality. Yeah. So this movie is on YouTube. And, but I guess, thank God for streaming services nowadays, because, you know, those are dime a dozen. I mean, it's just like every company has to have yes, one yeah. now. So uh, MGM uh, MGM plus is now a thing. Mm -hmm. And I guess in the time, because I, I knew when I found this movie, I was like, you know, we should probably watch this together one day, but you know, it just kind of fell out of the back of my mind yeah. at, at a certain point. But then I just thought about it randomly the other week. And, mm -hmm. but now you can find this movie. It's pretty easily obtainable. Yeah. I mean, because MGM, they needed content to put onto their streaming service. So MGM owns the Canon library. So why not just throw a bunch of Canon movies on there? That, that's really cool because there's probably a lot of hidden movies like this one. Uh, did you watch it on MGM? Because I have a question. I um, watched it on Amazon Prime. Oh, it was on Prime. okay. Yeah, okay. I watched it on Prime as well. And it's a VHS rip. It's pretty low quality. There's no DVD Blu-ray copy of this. I was wondering if MGM had a better quality print of this movie. I'm going to say probably. I mean, I this is just me making an assumption, but I'm going to say not because it's not. It, there's really not a very good quality of this movie because it's on Tubi. It's on Amazon Prime. I mean, you could uh, you could find it anywhere now. I mean, yes, so. Yeah. But it's like I said, it's a very low quality. I mean, still, I mean, definitely very watchable, but it's just, you know, it's like watching a VHS. Yeah, kinda. it's just like watching an old movie. You know, whenever we do this show like this, I think I've gotten a lot better with like not worrying about format quality and like just dealing with like the low, low quality that hey, I find. As long as I can get subtitles of some kind, I'm good. So, <laughs> And did you get subtitles on this, this one? There, there was thankfully so good, good getting into this movie right away um this movie is set in new york city and i would argue that new york city is a character in this movie i mean i would argue it too i mean it's dirty it's grimy it's gross uh, i i don't know i'm a fan of it it's but it's a view of Jewish New York City, the Jewish side of it. Um, but yeah, no, um, it, it it shows like a different style. Um, you get to see like synagogues and stuff like that. And this movie is very Jewish. It's very strong and Jewish roots, which is actually kind of why like um, just I mean, I, maybe I'm getting my opinions out a little too early. I didn't dislike this movie at all. I, I think it actually has a really interesting angle to it. It's a Jewish romance movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very much, I, I you know, I find a lot of it, um, I, it's very obviously a very personal type of movie, you know, because mm. I feel like 
because the director is Jewish. This, you know, the mm-hmm. Sid Caesar who's in this movie is Jewish. Yeah, it Elliot seemed like Gould Elliot in Elliot Gould. This definitely seems like just like I don't know his presence in the movie. I feel like this is definitely close to him. It feels like, yeah, and yeah. you know, I think. I think a lot of it, you know, maybe like traditions and stuff like that, maybe are lost on a lot of audiences, like watching this movie, possibly. But for whatever reason, you know, it's a very uh, subdued type of movie. I, I, but you know, I don't. It's not one where uh, people, I guess, would be like overly amazed by it. I no, guess, and and I, that's how I feel. I didn't dislike it, but I think it's just fine. And I feel like that's probably what most that's why it's forgotten the time. It's kind of just like it's it's a little mundane. It's just a very simple movie and it, not a I mean, things happen, but not a lot. And I feel like most people probably just forgot it existed. <laughs> did you I love it quite a bit? I did. Really? OK, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't love it. I, I won't I won't go that far, but yeah. I did like it quite a lot. Quite a okay, bit. Yeah. No, I it, think, and we'll, we'll get into it. I, I think I had some issues with it, but I, I think I admired it more than anything. I thought it was an interesting movie. There's some stuff in there I didn't care for, but I mean, there. But for the most part, I, I do like it. Um, I, for me, I mean, it's just like I did really enjoy Elliot Gould's performance in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was pretty likable um, um sid caesar i think is probably the I, best yeah. part of this movie though yes sid caesar is like to me crazy good in this movie i wasn't expecting that from him i actually he, he's really funny but he also it, it's a very nuanced performance at times uh he, he treads a really good line like okay so i mean the whole plot of the movie is that elliot gould is trying to become a uh, successful restaurant tour he's trying to own like a really expensive restaurant in the heart of uh, manhattan mm-hmm. but he uh doesn't have the money obviously and yeah. so he's trying to get this money and the uh, only people he has supporting him are his family and his girlfriend of uh, two years i think or five or more i thought it was years. four uh maybe yeah, i'm wrong you're, you're probably right but yeah is uh girlfriend uh is played by Margot hemingway yeah. who uh sistered to uh, meryl hemingway and of course related to ernest hemingway <laughs> so yeah. um and uh she is uh fashion uh, into the fashion world she's a photographer i think and also model too so. yeah kind of like real life i mean she wasn't a photographer but she was a model um yeah, uh, and she like presents supermodels too. It seems like just fashion world kind of. It's deal. not very not very clear on what she does <laughs> in the fashion world, but yeah. she does something with fashion, and and I, she's in love with a schlubby Elliot Gould. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I think like I would have liked to have known like maybe where that attraction. Will, I mean. I, I do like them as a couple. Don't oh yeah, I think I, I think it works. I, I think I think you can really tell she cares for him. Yeah, they have a very deep, uh, like they care for each other very emotionally. I think the I think what I would have liked to have seen more that would have taken it to that next level is like what brought that attraction on. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, he's a very hardworking, you know, good guy, but there are some mm-hmm. times where 
he kind of pushes her aside to kind of deal with his family instead of being like super accepting. But I mean, that's kind of like the whole point of the movie though, is this he has to kind of mm -hmm. become his own man. It, 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 exactly. He has to figure out his, his place and not let the world command him. And uh, it, he can't even take care of himself properly. He has diabetes, um, which I like as like a character trait i guess because i feel like i don't know i don't know how to explain it but this movie treats it differently than i would expect um i don't know he's taken care of he doesn't really let it stop him from doing anything but it just pops up every once in a while no i mean there's like one part or like the only plot point where it uh it really matters i guess mm -hmm. it's like is like a scene where he gets really drunk and he ends up messing up with his blood sugar and everything and but that's much later yeah. but anyway um, um oh go ahead do they i do uh, do you know what the albi special was because <laughs> at the uh, diner egg, he was serving up albi albi specials it was uh egg cream so egg creams okay yeah okay cool uh, yeah uh, time yeah, to was, have an albi special yeah i think it was egg cream i think but mm -hmm. yeah he was he was handing those out, but yeah, he works in a diner and at the beginning of the movie and, you know, it's like a really like small rinky dink diner. Um, but he's, uh, like he said, he's trying to get some money for, uh, to be owning this, his own restaurant and the people that he, uh, he's able to get a certain amount of money from the bank, all that, mm -hmm. and, but he's still missing an additional $60,000 and it's, trying to get it from his uh, uncle Benjamin, which is again, like, as we said earlier, played by Sid Caesar. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, he's like a very shrewd businessman. He owns like a brazier company. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, there's this little funny scene where he's like talking to these uh, Japanese businessmen and mm -hmm. they're like, it's like, Oh, well, would you like to buy a thousand brassiers? And like, Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and, uh, like okay, why not two thousand? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but it turned out there was like a a mistranslation, and it was like they were actually motorcycle salesmen for some reason, and they thought that they he was buying from them. So, yeah, they were like, yeah, they were like Suzuki. They kept saying that, and then like they showed them the motorcycle article. Um, but of course, Elliot Gould saves it. But I guess what's funny is Elliot Gould, like for most of the movies, trying to ask him for money, but Sid Caesar just won't listen to him like at all, because the main focus of the movie is trying to get Albie there um, married to a Jewish girl uh, just to keep it in the family, even though she is a fourth cousin. But hey, that's not a big deal. That's practically strangers, as they said. And, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, so they the family is well aware that he is dating Elizabeth, aka Margot Hemingway. Um, mm -hmm. That they are aware he's dating her, and they're very, very traditional Jewish family. And mm -hmm. So you know that said, like you know, if you if you're married, you know, you need to marry another Jewish woman. That's like we want to keep the whole family Jewish type yes, of thing. Yeah. And he keeps trying to push her, push him towards a. Uh, uh, his, uh, like you said, his uh, fourth cousin Cheryl, played by Carol Kane, who we've Carol got Kane, talked about yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when a stranger calls, you know, it's a cast of returning people because uh, Elliot Gould from Matilda, um, mm -hmm. Burt Young. Uh, what was he in? Um, 
we've definitely had him on the show before. I'm pretty sure. We have? Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, Carol Kane, Shelly Winters, we've talked about before. So we got some returning people here. Yeah. Burt Young's in the movie, but I mean, he's just kind of like his friend, but he's like, he's has mob connections supposedly. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, we, and we hates his about, wife. <laughs> yeah. Really hates his wife. And, uh, but anyway, they, he does finally get uncle Benjamin into, uh, a point where he could talk and, you know, it's, it's the, like, he's trying to get his attention and he finally gets him in a one-on-one conversation and Mm -hmm. he tells him he wants to buy this restaurant. And the only way he's going to even think about giving Albie the money is if he leaves his Jewish or he leaves his, uh, uh, girlfriend that he has now and marries, uh, his cousin, uh, Cheryl. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's this funny scene too, because, um, when they have, he so he takes Sid Caesar to the restaurant that he wants to buy. He's like, "I want you to take a look, cousin mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Benjamin. I want to see see the restaurant." And Uncle Benjamin like just like talks the guy down, like the <laughs> owner of the restaurant, down to like an even lower price, which but he makes completely it- un- completely unnecessary. But yeah, because it's already a good deal. But like he, it almost makes it feel like it, like seem like it was worse because he like raises the price like. Yeah, you know what? Four hundred thousand. You know, like, but that's higher than what it was before. And it's like a push and give back and forth, and he eventually does get it down for him. Um, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, that's his one deal, though. He says, like, I will help you support you with this unless you date an like a, a, your fourth cousin. Um, but Elliot Gould very against it for most of the movie. He he yeah. doesn't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's never, it's Ellie Gould never really has that hindrance of he doesn't love her. You know, he, he pretty openly says that he loves this girl and that, mm-hmm. he, you know, that he likes her a lot. But, you know, like any other uh, romance movie, he doesn't want to go that final step and ask marriage because, I mean, she's all game for marriage, you know, but yes, yeah, but and, you know, he, uh, like, cause they, he goes to a wedding and it's a very Jewish wedding and there's a lot of, um, upper class Jewish people within the family there. And he kind of makes like a, like a weird, like a passing line, like, Oh, well maybe you should, maybe you can come to the wedding. I don't know type of thing, but he wasn't really serious. Cause, and she actually shows up and he's like, why did you come to the wedding? Cause he didn't mm-hmm. want he didn't want to have to deal with them asking about her and like ask, you know, why are you still yeah. with this girl and not with a Jewish woman? Well, I think like she even introduces herself to like the rabbi or something. It's like, oh, I'm Elizabeth, mm-hmm. Elizabeth. But for whatever reason, they go down a rabbit hole and give her like a Hebrew name. They're like, oh, Elizabeth, like this and this. And then just like when they introduce the name to Elliot Gould, just says like this Hebrew name. And he's like, who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty funny scene. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, you know, and, but like I said, he, he doesn't, they had, they kind of end up having a big argument because she showed up to the wedding. He didn't want her there. And then mm-hmm. she's just kind of like, is there something you want to say to me? Like, you know, I did, cause I like, I've been waiting a long time, like hinting, like I'm ready for you to ask me to marry, marry mm-hmm. me. You know, this is a common theme in the movies we, we've been picking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, why don't people just 
get married i that seems to be the answer just get married as quickly as you possibly can (laughs) yeah um but i mean there's a lot more leading up to this i mean there's a lot more hijinks like him trying to convince uncle benjamin like to keep his girlfriend and Mm -hmm. uh he uh does uh, eventually get him to so i mean Elliot Gold still doesn't want to commit, so he doesn't want to take Uncle Benjamin's money. So he goes down a rabbit hole, kind of like I said with uh, Burt Young's character, where yeah. they uh, they go to like a bar and end up getting like really drunk, and mm-hmm. you know they go to a strip bar pretty much. Yeah, and, <laughs> and after that, uh, they come back to Elliot Gould's apartment, and this is a scene I don't like where. <laughs> <laughs> it felt so it, out of character in the movie, right? It felt really out of place. Like, yeah, um, like at the like, because they have to test his blood sugar, and mm-hmm. they want to, and so the only way they can do that is Elliot Gould has to pee into a jar. Yeah, and, um, and and he's so drunk and sick that he can't even go to pee, so he has to convince Bert Young to hold his uh, uh Schwitzta. Uh, maybe i don't know uh and put it in the jar for him to pee oh yeah it's like but he's he's not like he's so drunk he can't stand he's he's standing there perfectly no he's standing there perfectly and it's almost like a joke like almost like he's like being a little gross and naughty because he's like oh come on you gotta help a friend out (laughs) he says it so clear did you notice too that the bathroom was carpeted I did not notice that. That is so old school and nasty. <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting. And I've, yeah. I've, I've been in a house one time where the bathroom was carpeted. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm like, this is absolutely gross. Like, yeah, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> I don't know. But I I'd noticed that in the movie. But yeah, he, and he, it's just a really dumb scene, to be honest with you. And I think this yeah. part, this part could have been cut out. I don't, I have didn't really think it was that funny either well, but it just was felt really unnecessary yeah you know, there's another really odd scene with Bert young too though uh the one where they look at the tennis player because you know um oh yeah end up having relationship like issues and he's like oh well no if you really love him hold on let me tell you something and there's like a lady a blonde lady playing tennis and he's like okay now imagine her with her breasts coming at you and holding you close and telling you i love you and it's like he's like le- telling him like this sexy story and elliot gould is totally committed to it he's really in it he gets lost in the moment thinking about it that see that's this part i was confused about as well where i was just kind of like because i thought it was going to be something like he was going to see imagine this girl but maybe it was going to turn into his girlfriend like oh that's mm-hmm. who i really want to be with i don't want this girl and yeah. type of thing but no he was getting into the moment type of thing <laughs> yeah like uh, it was like it was almost like a wet dream but it ends up just being a joke like it yeah it's very one-off nothing really happens of it yeah nothing really happens but um getting in later into the movie like i said uncle you know sid caesar has some really great scenes and you know margo hemingway i you know i think she i would have i actually i really wanted more of her in the movie because i yeah. don't really think we got like there she does have some pivotal scenes but i would have really liked to have had more scenes with her in the movie and mm-hmm. um 
there's a scene where, you know, like I said, Elliot Gould is kind of not taking this whole thing seriously. He's like, I'm not, I'm not doing an uncle Benjamin. Like I'm wanting to stay with this girl. And so mm-hmm. Sid Caesar goes and talks to her and, I, I really like this scene where, you know, he's, yeah. he's basically telling her like, Hey, like you guys come from two different worlds. You're kind of breaking up our whole family here by being with him. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if he really loved you, why didn't he marry you already? Like type of, like just really like pushing her buttons and like really going towards like those insecurities that she's obviously feeling. So mm-hmm. I, you know, and she is very, impacted by this scene and just like that so much so that she goes and breaks up with uh, Elliot Gould and yeah. you know and it kind of sends him into like a spiral yeah yeah exactly and this is like the depressing part of the movie I'm gonna be kind of honest with you this is kind of where it fell a little bit apart for me um I feel like it, it hits a point where not a lot happens like compared to the rest of the movie. I, I think it starts to gain a slower pace, a slower pace than I would have liked. There's some part, I mean, there are some scenes where he's just aimlessly walking around yeah. uh, New York city, which I think that kind of goes on a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um, one scene I did like though, was he, uh, he becomes so desperate for money that he ends up going to talk to the mob and, <laughs> and yeah. it's, you know, he finds out all these strings are attached and just like, if you don't pay, you know, something bad might happen. But just Mm -hmm. so you know, this restaurant, it's now our restaurant too. But he ends up like, you know what? Let me rethink this. And I'm so glad they didn't go down that path. I was like, oh man, is this going to become like, oh, I got to get out of the mob kind of deal movie. No, even Burt Young's like, "Uh, how about we get out of there? He's going to think about this for tonight (laughs) before we move on. No, I agree. I like that scene too. Um, mm-hmm. In the meantime, though, you know, he kind of gives in to the pressure and he does take his cousin Cheryl out on a date and they go to an opera. Mm-hmm. And, you know, opera is real snooze fest. Uh, yeah, he's he's snoring in the opera. Oh, well, we forgot that the Carol Kane there. They have like, it, well, no, that's right after that where she tries to yeah. sleep with him and she's that's after the cat. Yeah, that again not not a very good scene in my opinion i was not really funny it's not very funny and i don't really understand it that well and i'm Mm -hmm. just because he's given into this peer pressure you know and they go on the date and then she's like oh you want to come upstairs for a nightcap type of thing and yeah they, they go upstairs uh they you know she's they start talking and then she starts like acting like a cat and she starts like lifting up his shirt and kissing his belly and then and he keeps trying to like push her away and she's like don't touch me well not even that like he's just trying to like touch her like like you know, like i like touch her face like yeah you know, like oh i love you that's the type of thing and she's uh-huh. like don't touch me don't touch me and then and so i don't i don't get you know it's like he's like i don't like they're trying to paint like he was in the wrong for touching her but she's like all over him and so it was very weird yeah. And I think, what's his reasoning for not sleeping with her? It's kind of, I'm a boring lay. No, he says, I'm not, he's like, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a not complicated man. I'm a, I'm a boring humper or something like that. (laughs) That's right. Um, Uh, But they, they end up like, they're about to sleep together. And then, you know, he's like, this is too weird. I'm out of here type of thing. And mm -mm. 
he does make one last ditch effort and <laughs> he calls up, you know, Elizabeth finds out it's not going to work. And again, another really weird scene where he's in a phone booth and there's oh, a homeless yeah, the man home. like not, on. <laughs> well, the, he's wanting a yeah. cigarette. Uh-huh. He's like, Oh, like he's not saying it. he's just making like the cigarette motions with his uh-huh. fingers. And, and he's like, I'm on the phone, you know, type of thing. And the guy, the homeless guy just starts peeing on the phone booth. And then he's like, cigarette still? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, sure, cigarette, take it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But I like how it's done. He put, he gives a homeless man a cigarette. The homeless man puts it in Elliot Gould's mouth, lights, he takes out his own lighter, lights it in Elliot Gould's mouth. Really odd. I actually kind of thought that scene was funny. <laughs> I, I like I that was of the out of place scenes. That was the one I liked the best. Yeah, definitely. And, um, so that that kind of that stuff happens, but kind of like the real climax of the movie, which it's almost like they missed a scene of this movie mm-hmm. because Elliot Gould like. So when Elliot Gould goes out on the date with his, with uh, Carol Kane, it ends really badly. You know, they're like, I don't, she's like, I don't want to see you again. I don't like you type of thing. Cause mm-hmm. you know, she's basically like, you know, we're not compatible sexually type mm-hmm. of thing. And, but then, you know, they come together and have, you know, he's able to finally get the restaurant able to put a down payment. So he goes out to celebrate with his family and they're like, Oh, and we're also here to uh, celebrate the engagement of Albie and Cheryl. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, was, pie. Well, I mean, like, it ended on such a bad note. And it's like we're they're engaged now. I'm like, uh oh, I, you know, it's like almost mm. like a scene was missing. And I wouldn't but, be surprised if there was. I mean, there might have been. Who knows? But mm-hmm. to me, this is the scene where I really like this scene the most because it's um it's a very it's the climax of the movie because kind of pressure is kind of bubbling over Mm -hmm. uh with uh with albie elliot gould because he's been dealing so much with family and you know he's kind of at the point where he's like i'm just going to deal with this because i'm going to be happy but he comes to find out like you know even though Sid Caesar was willing to give him this money mm-hmm. still, he still finds out there's still going to be all these strings attached to it. Like, cause he starts trying to leave early. Like, you know, I have a headache. I don't want to get out of here mm-hmm. type of thing. And he's like, no, sit down. Don't you remember I gave you the money? So it's just like, I think he kind of realizes this is never going to end. Like I'm yes. never going to hear the end of it. And he's always going to try to boss me around. And, you know, Ellie Gould kind of explodes in this movie. You know, he starts yeah. talking, you know, talking bad about all the other family members. You know, he's and th- this this scene is honestly really good. This is where things really pick up because he he's yelling at each family member, and it's got like a really nice comedy edge because there's um I don't know what her relation is to everybody, but she just seems to always have something to say about everything he's yelling about. Yeah, well, I think it's one of the uh, I think it's his, like cousin. Like, I think it's like his cousin's wife or something like something, that. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, she's just like, Oh, like I'm, I'm this is too much. She's like, Oh, well, I can't miss a word of this. I'm kind of enjoying it now. And, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the real meat and potatoes of it is just the conversation, the connection between Sid Caesar and Elliot Gould because mm-hmm. um, they, they kind of boils over to a point, you know, like I said, they're kind of 
yelling at each other and then it gets physical for a moment mm-hmm. and uh because Elliot Gould's like I'm not taking the money here you can have it like mm. forget it forget this whole thing happened and then Uncle Benjamin smacks him and then he smacks him back because he's like well I finally have to stand up for myself and I, I was actually pretty moved for this really? scene like like I just I really like this scene because you know you know Sid Caesar kind of breaks down and he's just what you realize is that at least I was kind of interpreting it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just like the real reason was just like Sid Caesar really missed his brother because yeah, uh, Elliot Gould's dad was you know and the, for the movie was Sid Caesar's brother and mm-hmm. Sid Caesar was trying to fill the void of being Elliot Gould's father and he's just like you know your father used to fight me like that too. And, yeah, that's you know, exactly it, what he says. Yeah, so it was really more of like him not coping with his own grief and like dealing with this whole type of thing. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it was just a moment that I really enjoyed. And I was just like, Oh, I like, this is like a really good scene. Like not, yeah. not, not one, not one that I was not expecting in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a real scene from like a real drama, you know, it's, it's like really solid, really good. And Sid Caesar was really, I think he was really bringing it all in this, in this one. Um, and yeah. Shelley, to... Shelley Winters is just sitting in the back. <laughs> She doesn't really do a whole lot in the movie, does she? No, but no, but I mean, it's fine. You know, she she serves her purpose. She's fine, and I mean, she's yeah. not bad. Or I bet she just doesn't have anything to really work with. But mm-hmm. you know, he's you know, but he does. I do like though. He has a little moment with his mom, where you know, he's just mm-hmm. like because you know, like you're not marrying uncle, you're not marrying cousin Cheryl. So then who? And he's like, I think you already know. She's like, yes, I know who. And, you know, yeah. and... Well, she does have that good scene where she does talk to her, like in the diner and all True. the Jewish people are making fun of her. And then she was like seriously trying to sit down and have a real conversation with her. Right. And she was trying to get to know her on some sort of level, but you know, it was, but they had already been broken up at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. um, but, you know, they do like the classic Hollywood thing where at after that conversation is over, you know, un, you know, Uncle Benjamin finally, you know, forgives him and is like, take the money, please. Like, you know, don't, mm-hmm. for, you know, do whatever you need to do type of thing mm-hmm. to be happy. And, you know, so Elliot Gould rushes over to Margot Hemingway's apartment and. Mm-hmm. On, on some level, it's a little creepy because imagine like if your ex bursts into the door while you're taking a shower, like that would be like you'd, you'd freak out probably. Yeah, but. she's like fully naked. I mean, she covers herself up, but she's in the middle of showering. But again, I I really like the end, the final scene mm-hmm. of this movie where you know he kind of he, he climbs into the shower with her with all his clothes on, and you know he's just kind of mm-hmm. like like you know I, if you'll take me you know i want to spend every minute with you and it, it he just he declares his love for her and yes. you know yeah. she's she's at, i like that scene I, I thought it was a nice ending um so and that's where the movie ends pretty much right there i mean yeah yeah uh, it, it didn't but, need uh, to go any further it feels like a nice wrap-up yeah it was a nice wrap-up we know what's going to happen in the future but uh so what I kind of uh, alluded to earlier in the episode was uh, there is a very famous scene, um, a very famous story coming from this scene because apparently like production got shut down for a while for this movie because, really? yeah, because uh, <laughs> Elliot Gould and Menachem Golan, the director, like got into like this huge argument and 
from what I've heard about Menachem Golan, like from the other documentary and the other thing like that, he's he's not a very good director. You know, it's just mm-hmm. very like, just do this, do this type of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. And because, and this is the direction like he was giving, like there was a, a, a crew member that they interviewed and he's like, it's like, here, this is what Menachem did. Like when he was like, it's like, here, here, come over here to Menachem. Like, I love you. I love you. Like type of thing where it was just, trying to describe like mm-hmm. how he wanted Elliot Gould to say it. And Elliot Gould was, I guess, wanting to be a lot more subdued or under, you know, understated, whatever. And anyway, they kept arguing back and forth. Um, Elliot Gould called him a cocksucker. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and uh, so Menachem got really pissed and shut down the whole production for like mm-hmm. a couple of days. And <laughs> they interviewed Elliot Gould about this because he verified that that happened. Mm-hmm. he's like he's like he had to come in and apologize he's like i'm sorry Menachem, you're not a cocksucker like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure he appreciated that so uh that that was just like a little funny story but you know again i uh i want to say that it's not like an all-time uh romance movie for me but I was very surprised by this movie. Mm. I was kind of expecting like a very boring type of movie or just like not a whole lot there, but I will say this. I mean, I think the the good thing about it is the casting in this movie. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what saves it. I think for me, like that takes it to like that, that level above from like a mid tier movie. Cause you know, like I said, Sid Caesar, Elliot Gould, Margot Hemingway, like the three main leads all deliver in my opinion mm-hmm. um and you know like i said i i if if there could have been a little more of like the, the chemistry between like the two romantic leads and possibly some of the less sillier scenes in the movie i think i would have you know liked it even more but as it is i quite enjoyed it yeah yeah no i think it's a really interesting movie um I do think it gets a little slow towards the end, but I, I do think it's an admirable movie. I think that's the best way to put it. I like that it actually just does something a little different. I've really seen a movie quite like this, a nice little romance, but it has a really nice Jewish backdrop. And like you said, the casting's really good. And I think the cast here does a really great job. Would I recommend it? No, probably not. Um, but it's kind of like a passing interest. If this sounded interesting to you, I mean, why not give it a shot? I, and I say, and I recommend it. Yeah. So, but I wanted to ask you though, before we end on this. So, like I said, that this director is very infamous. We've done three of his movies. Would you say this is the best one that he's, that we've done that we've covered? So it's over the top this. And um, what was the other movie? The, the Apple. Uh, the Apple. Um, I guess like in terms of like realistic quality. Yes. But I think I'd rather watch over the top. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could see that being more entertaining, but yes, yeah. in terms of actual movie quality, I'd say this yes, one's this better. Is, yeah, this is the better and movie quality movie. Entertainment value is a whole different story, but yes, yeah, but yeah, this so, is like a movie like this feels like a lesser movie of like a great director, maybe like maybe not a great director, but a really good director with a great filmography. This would be part of like their lesser catalog, you know. Yeah, like maybe a director that was really big at one point and then they just 
<laughs> started phoning it in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that, that might be where it stands. So, I mean, and for, for him, I think that's pretty good. That's a pretty good place to be. I, I definitely think so far of the ones I think, I think in terms of quality, this is the best ones of the ones I've seen. So, yeah. But that is going to do it um, for romance month. Nathan, what a whirlwind romance we got into this month. First, yeah. let's just go back. We fell in love with the mannequin. Mm-hmm. We fell in love in outer space. <laughs> we uh, prevented the assassination of the Pope for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> fell in love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and now Mosk talk. We found uh, our forever yeah. girl. Shabbat so. Shalom. That's what I have to say. Oh, hello. Is that what? Yes, yeah, Shabbat Shalom. Hello. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, Nathan, if if there's a better romance out there, I don't want to hear about it. This is as good as it gets in my book. You just mentioned a better romance right there. What? Uh, as good uh, as it gets? Never heard of it. Must oh, I, okay. Oh, yeah. Con- You're telling me you've never heard of a Helen Hunt movie? All right, uh, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't <laughs> ignore that one. But um, but, but, okay. but no, I, I was trying to do be a little quirky this month. I did with my own little theme. So I think it I was, was a fun month. It was a nice change of pace. These were a I, bunch of movies we would have never talked about. I'll start going in with more in line of what we normally pick, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to do something different where it wasn't a horror movie since we did a whole month of horror. So yeah, I thought that would be kind of funny, but mm-hmm. we're going to get in to our regularly scheduled program with what Nathan. All right. So for next week's double feature on Tuesday, we got never say never again. It's Bonzilla again, but Ryan what are we going to be covering on Thursday? Well, Nathan, what's everyone's least favorite topping on a pizza? Pepperoni. No, Nathan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not pepperoni? It's, it's obviously mushrooms. Okay. <laughs> not, <laughs> not true. Come on. But uh, we are going to be talking about a Japanese monster horror movie uh, from uh, 1963, also directed by Shirio Honda, called Matango. And that is streaming on Tubi for free right now. Yes, and Never Say Never Again is on Max. Well, perfect, terrific, cannot wait, but... If you have any thoughts, opinions about today's podcast, please email us over at driveindoublefeaturepodcast at gmail.com. Come on, guys. The cobwebs are all over our inbox. We need <laughs> we need an email over here. Yeah. As soon as we covered Benji, the emails start, stopped coming in. <laughs> uh, no, all the Benji heads, you need to wake up. But, <laughs> and um... don't pick another Benji movie, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and don't forget to follow us on x at didf pod and once again check out the patreon at patreon.com slash driving double feature podcast but until next time mazel tov. i'm sorry i'm a, I'm a shit i guess i don't know <laughs> goodbye <laughs> once like true man true mensch. <laughs> yes yeah yeah peace out